You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and master of Mavs Academy Awards ceremonies. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Nick, we are back uh, with our nominations. Uh, the second half of our nominations for the inaugural um, Mavs Academy Awards that's coming up later on this week. It is a special week here in the DFW area as the city is buzzing the the organization is on their on their toes on who's going to be officially nominated for the first Mavs Academy Awards so uh, we're excited to give you the rest of the nominations today we are excited to do that and uh, I'm excited because these are a little bit more fun these are kind of the more fun awards we talked about that yesterday but I'm excited to talk about these these are some really fun ones we end up Going in and changing some of these awards a little bit, we changed some of them around, um, but I think they all came out came out for the best. I think. Yeah, these will uh, we'll sprinkle these around come the show, but uh, these are uh, are definitely more fun, some memorable moments, uh, some stuff from the past year. So we hope you enjoy it. We really hope you enjoy it. So let's get right into it. Let's go to our first fun award nomination. As Isaac adjusts all of his equipment and rattles away. Is your desk like built on a slant? Nick, are we gonna are we are we gonna discuss this now? <laughs> uh it is not. It is a card table. And we're back. Isaac's desk is made of cards. All right, moving on to our uh more superlative level awards. Uh, sort of our, our funnier nominations. And when we do the actual show, we'll sprinkle these in here and there. We won't put them all in. It won't be in this order. We'll we'll mix it up. Best bromance, Isaac. Give us your nominations for best bromance on the Dallas Mavericks. First off, we have hashtag brothers, uh, which is Dennis Smith Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, these guys uh, seem like they bonded from the very beginning, back from the summer league days when Dennis first came on. Uh, until now, they have lockers beside each other. Um, they always talk about being good friends, everything with that. So that is the first nomination with that. Uh, the second one, I'm going with uh, Dirk and JJ, uh, which seems it's like it's one. been a, a bromance for uh, for many years in Dallas, and the Academy just always shows favor to that bromance. The third one I was uh, torn on between Dennisman Jr. and Jonathan Motley or Harrison Barnes and Doug McDermott, <laughs> the high school buds uh, that are reunited again. I lean, let's just let's do Harrison and Doug since we already have Dennis. Okay, I'm gonna add one more to that, and Uh-oh. only and only just so I can make this speech right here. Rick and Nerlens. How did you know I just wrote that? Rick Carlisle. Are you serious? Rick Carlisle and Nerlens <laughs> Noel. It is the, I thought you had a serious one. <laughs> it is the great love story that will never be told. These these two were the greatest will-they-won't-they they of our generation. They fought. They praised each other. They criticized each other. 
in their own ways out outright both outright and passive aggressively they they spoke about each other behind their backs in front of their backs next to each other from 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 day one this became a thing media day and we heard the rumblings in in summer but it was never there was never any doubt that this was a thing that this was one of the main reasons why this partnership did not work out why like Merlin's Noel one. is probably no longer going to be a Dallas Maverick and this was such a strong bond, such a strong bromance. It drove Nerlens crazy when he was rejected by Carlisle, and it drove him. It drove him to the drugs, Isaac. Listen, this is more like Cain and Abel. Um, I don't think Nerlens is going to be like the prodigal son, so I think he's going to stay wandering. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I do like that one as the third one. So take out yeah, Harrison let's and put that one as the third. I like that one as the third. Let's one. put that one as the third. Okay, so we're putting Dennis Smith Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith. Do you want to let's put Dirk and JJ, and then we'll Dirk put Car- Carlisle and Nerlens. Rick and Nerls. <laughs> That's gonna be so great. People are gonna be so confused. Yeah, they will. Everybody that doesn't listen to the pod is gonna be like, "What the heck is happening?" <laughs> All right, our next award. Who is the most likely to survive the Hunger Games? Now I know this is not exactly the most relevant, <laughs> the most relevant cultural event right now. Maybe like three years ago, this would have been a hot button uh, movie right now. But who would survive a live action Fortnite? Oh, it's way better. Let's do that. Oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> I was trying to think of 2018 Hunger Games. It totally changes some of it too because of the building aspect. Oh my gosh. Okay. Who would most likely survive a live-action Fortnite? So, Wesley Matthews is my first nomination. He's the first one that comes to my mind. He just He's always pissed off all the time, So and he just seems like a warrior. Is um, raging something that helps you and improves your, your chances <laughs> in Fortnite? This is not a thing that I know. Uh, I'm going with my second nomination, uh, J.J. Barea, oh. because um, he could camp really well. <laughs> <laughs> and hide in some bushes. He's also experienced. He's been to other countries. He knows. He is. He knows I like J- JJ's a low key one that I would put money on. And the last one is Dennis. Dennis just got that dog in him. He 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 always talks about where he comes from. Started. As long as he doesn't bring his actual dog. That's <laughs> yeah, a cute dog. Yeah, but, it would not help him in a Fortnite battle. No, <laughs> but Dennis is always talking about how, like not in these words, but like how he started from the bottom. Okay, um, I'm going to give my nominations, and it's hilarious because they're completely different. All three different? Yeah, they're all three different. Number one, I have Sala Mejri. Oh, my god. This gosh. is when it was the Hunger Games, but he speaks the most languages, and I think that's going to give him the advantage. I think he's going to be able to create allies in a way, and then you know how Sala is. He'll turn on them in an instant, and he will just have... Like, he doesn't have any allies in the league. The Mej will have no mercy. That's because it's not. There's no reason for him to get allies in the league. He's True. going in to just try to get it for himself, and so. But in this, there's a little strategy to it. He's got to outlast, and so the mesh, the mesh, I think, better than Salah. I think if we if we make him a nomination, it has to be the mesh, not Salah. <laughs> yeah, I like. That. Also, the wingspan. I feel like that would help him with the building aspect. He can he can reach high things. He can put he, he can uh, make his forts. He doesn't have to rely on that. Uh, what is that instant? Port that instant uh, fort thing no, that people are fort. complaining about. Yeah, port yeah, of fort. Port of fort. Yeah, 
The other one I have is uh, Yogi Ferrell. I just think that like JJ, but more athletic. He is super strong for his size, and he's a pretty good shot. That's true. He's a pretty good shot on the basketball court, so I think that would translate well. And then, obviously, anything that's going to have to do with outlasting, endurance, any kind of withstanding anything. Dirk Nowitzki has to be named because the dude has outlasted anyone in the NBA right now. There's no one that has been in the NBA longer than Dirk Nowitzki. And I think he would just outlast again. He'll continue to just outlast everyone that comes in his he would, he would have to get lucky. He would have to get circle every time at Fortnite. He would have <laughs> if he doesn't have to run to the next circle, he's good. But he is also a good shooter, a sniper. He's a sniper from long range. So he can I'm gonna, he can Hey, hit. what about Wes? If Wes there's no bows on the game, but if there was. What about Doug? Yeah, Doug's good, yeah. But Wes does Wes shoots arrows all the time, so he he could shoot him. Yeah, but I would argue that Wes, when he shoots his arrows, doesn't usually shoot them in a direction. He just kind of shoots them. He shoots them at the bench. <laughs> he shoots them. <laughs> okay, Perfect. so our three nominations for who would win a live-action Fortnite event. Let's go with Wes, Yogi, and how about JJ? Yeah, that sounds good. I think those are good. Uh, tweet us if you think that there are better options somewhere else. Um, also, I don't know who all plays Fortnite. That was not a thing that we got around to asking everybody, but I'm sure I'm sure it comes up. I know for a fact Nerlens, Dennis, and Dorian were going to play one day before a game because uh, we were talking about it before the game, and they said they just couldn't get to it, but they planned on it really soon. So they're probably playing. Yogi plays, I know, because he was uh, he did a Twitch live stream the other day playing with some UFC fighter. Okay. Anyway. I think anyway. I think Yogi will probably win that one. I'm excited to see that. But Wes, Wes, I think with the arrow thing, if we put it in the poll with Wes and then the arrow, the bow and arrow thing next to it, I think that'll win. Yeah. So, moving on, uh, this is the award that I I, we, I made this award for one single player, and I think this one single player is gonna win. I'll uh, win it as long as he's in Dallas. Who is most likely to be president? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, the senator, I think, is is our one nomination. He he runs away with this award. The true question is, who would be his vice president? Oh. And I would go with Dwight Powell. Stanford guy, very well spoken. Um, Friends with Harrison. I think he'd be a great vice president. All right, we're changing this one to who would most likely be Harrison Barnes' vice president. Yes, I like it. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna put Dwight Powell. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna do who, no. Who I'm, would be on the ticket with Harrison? I'm gonna do Dirk Barnes Nowitzki 2020. Sounds really good to me. Cuban and then we're gonna count. do. And then we're gonna do Doug. Wait, what? I said no Cuban. Oh no 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 yeah yeah. And then uh, let's put Doug on there. Okay. Barnes yeah, Barnes McDermott 2020 actually sounds like the Republican nomination from 30 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I think Harrison would do a great job right now compared to I think he would do yeah, I think he'd do great. He he likes to he likes to play both sides. He does both sides. He plays offense and defense. He likes and defense. to bring people together. All right. I like how we changed that award. I like this. Okay. Next one. Who would be the best pro athlete in a different sport. I enjoy this one as well. 
for me, I have Yogi Ferrell. I think he would be an excellent cornerback. I also think he could play center field. We did see him in the Dirk, the Dirk baseball event. And if I'm not mistaken, he made a pretty good catch in center field, but I can't remember off the top of my head. I was going to put Devin here if he was still on the team just for the baseball game because he normally plays like shortstop and he's pretty good at it, but he's not a Maverick right now, so we can't put him. Oh, he should be though. And then I also have Jameel Warney because, I mean, good Lord, if that's your nose tackle, you're doing pretty good in life. Yeah, that's true. I like that one. Warney's a beast. Um, Jalen Jones, is. Uh, I feel like he could be a linebacker uh, right now. Yes, yeah, he, he could be. Um, but my other two main ones is I'm I'm pretty sure Nerlens played wide receiver in high school, and he would be an incredible wide receiver. At seven foot, you just launch it up to Nerlens. But and then the second one was my obvious one because this this was his first sport. Dirk Nowitzki oh. played tennis, and was tennis was his first sport. He holds a tennis tournament every year. He has an incredible serve, and he does pretty well on the tennis court at the event last year. So yeah, I'm. I think Dirk uh, in a tennis game. Or, real question, are we counting an eSport? Ooh. It, it's, <laughs> well, let's leave that one out of there for Adam now. Silver considers eSports <laughs> gamers athletes. Because Dennis and Nerlens and all of them. And Adam um, Silver but, is smarter than me, and I will I will cede to his judgment on that. <laughs> but, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just stick to what we have now. All right, let's go with Dirk and tennis. Jamil Warney in football, and then you want to go Jalen or Yogi? Let's do yeah, let's do Yogi. Yogi might come away with a, a bunch of hardware from the academy. You want to do football or do you want to do baseball? I guess we'll just do both. All right, the next award I'm excited about the funniest slash best moment. So for us, for me, best is funny because the best moments for this year were like, eh. <laughs> you know, but funniest moment to me. I, I'm excited to see what you have here. Okay, well, Hot Dog Gate was a thing of its own. Um, yeah, that dominated headlines there for a bit. Nerlens Noel chose to get a hot dog at halftime. That was probably one of the funniest moments. Um, yeah. The next one for funniest best moment it, for me, Dennis's first dunk was, I don't know. I just, when I look back at the season yeah, and I think moment. of a, a good fun moment, it was just his first game in Dallas and the first play the of the season, first, first play, his first basket, his first points, everything was alley-oop dunk to Dennis. The crowd went nuts. I don't know. It was just kind of like a ringing of the bell of this new era kind of with our new star point guard um so then i have a tie for the last last spot when rick carlisle got a technical for playing four players and not five and then (laughs) and then um the alec peters game oh let's change let's change this one to straight up funniest moment and let's go uh we'll go hot dog for sure. That one's going it, to it's the clear favor right now according to the academy. Then uh I have a couple nominations. I like the Rick technical with those four people. 
Uh, Rick, Car- we'll we'll go into a lot more Rick Carlisle stuff in a couple awards. We've got a whole category for him. Do you remember the lineup that Uh-oh. I, the first rants that I ever made on Lockdown Mavs about a lineup this this season? The bench, the bench unit. Very er- no, very early, earlier than when we dis- than when I discovered that bench unit. Uh, no, there I was, don't remember this. We named a pod after it, and I misspelled it, but we'll go back to that later. The giraffe gaff. Do you remember us talking about the giraffe gaff? Yes. <laughs> this oh was the gosh, lineup that yes. played against the Clippers. It was like the Mavs' 10th or 11th game or something like that. It yes. was so early in the season. We already could tell that the season was going downhill, and then all of a sudden this lineup <laughs> comes out. I think in the fourth quarter or even in the third quarter, this lineup comes out of nowhere. It it was not the end of the game. This is not garbage time. This is like during no. the game. <laughs> and they played 4.7 minutes. It was not like a mistake where you know how sometimes you have a player in there and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, this is just a holdover for the rest of the quarter or something. This was like a thing that Carlisle did. And I cannot, I still cannot explain it. But the lineup was Yogi Ferrell. Okay, normal. Maxi Kleba who we didn't know very much about, but we were excited that he, he made the team. At, at two guard. Yeah, at two. That was your two guard. Dwight Powell at three, which was more common <laughs> of a thing than I would like to have admitted at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Jeff Withy, I guess, at four, which remember him? Yeah, that was fun. And Sala Mejri as your five. <laughs> that was a great, yeah. I like that lineup. Oh, so Yogi, who is like six foot, Maxi, who's like six ten, six eleven, Powell, who's like six ten, Withy, who is like six eleven, seven foot, and Salah, who's like seven two. It was just the biggest lineup we've ever seen. <laughs> oh man! Until the Seventy Sixers decided to just do it with their guys. Yeah, that's their lineup's not as big as ours though. They when they put out Sarich and Embiid and Simmons and and. Maybe sometimes they put Ilyasova in there. Like they, pff, it's huge. Yeah, I guess Sarge is six ten. I guess. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the draft gap was was one I want to add to funniest moment. And then Dennis versus Draymond. This was just a great moment yeah. when uh, when Draymond Green was going at Dennis, and Dennis kind of backed away from him. And he had that swagger. It was it. It goes with best, but I just thought it was so funny just to see. Draymond Green going at this rookie who has proven nothing in the league at this point. Like, this is pretty early in the season. This is definitely the first third of the season or so. Yeah. Just going at Dennis and Dennis just taking it and laughing it off. I just thought that was a great moment. I do like that moment. I love Draymond and I love Dennis. So, so we got to pick three though, or we we can go with oh gosh. we can go with four. The Alec Peters one I think is going to have its day. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's going to have its day. Uh, so let's go with hot dog for sure. That's, that's if we're doing funniest, yeah, let's just do let's just do hot dog in year two. Okay, then the giraffe gaff, which uh, it's gonna have to be explained on on the poll, and then uh, Dennis versus Draymond. I think Dennis versus Draymond is a it's a sneaky, it's a sleeper. That's your sleeper pick for the uh, the funniest moment. Of it's the sleeper, season. but it's not gonna be a hot dog. Oh no, it's not gonna be a hot dog because everyone's just gonna immediately re- like know and recognize that that. It's like a yeah. movie in the, the actual Academy Awards. <laughs> okay, most memorable moment. This is a little different than funniest. This is something you're, that's going to stick with you, something that was good, a good moment, something like a feel-good type moment or something that kind of 
change the you know the season around? Just something that you you will remember about this season. Yeah, I had four nominations for this one. Uh, the Barnes game winner. I also uh, against, I had that one as well against Memphis. I went with some things off the court also. Derek Harper jersey retirement night. That was a good one, uh, but I, I forgot it happened, a... so I don't think you can. Get... Oh my gosh! Stop it! I di- I did. <laughs> um, when we have a season like this season, you look at those nights as awesome nights. But uh, and then two other ones. I know. Yeah. Well, I know if you forgot about Harp, you probably forgot about this one. The wounded soldiers military night. No, no, uh, this when... I remember. Okay, with President Bush. That was a good uh, moment. There. I thought that was one of my favorite nights of the entire season. It was just incredible. All the season ticket people gave up their seats for wounded veterans, and they surrounded the court very much, and it was awesome. And then, uh, even though Dennis did not win the dunk contest for Dennis Smith Jr., I will remember the rage we had towards. That is very true. Marky, DJ Marky Mark and DJ Khaled, and gosh, just what are those guys so doing? Stupid. The the ones that I will add to that. I added, I included the hot dog moment, but I, I think I'll take it out. We won't make that an official nomination, even though that's probably the thing that's going to be remembered most about this season. Yeah. I added Dennis Smith Jr.'s dunk on Pau Gasol against the uh, the Spurs. Okay. That was his highest scoring game. He had 27 points in that game, and just that dunk. Do you remember just when? I mean, it was like it was like barbecue chicken. Like it was. He just smelled blood in the water, and. Pau Gasol got switched on him at the top of the key, and Dennis just did that backup thing. I was at an AAU tournament this weekend, the Adidas Gauntlet, and there's just times where these kids, they can look, they see a kid in front of them, and they're like, you cannot stick, you cannot stick with me. And they do just this little backup thing. They, they dribble the ball back. They back up. They size up the opponent. They give themselves enough space, and then they just charge full steam ahead. And Dennis did this on Pau. Also, his triple-double, I think, was, was pretty memorable, too. I included that with Dennis. Uh, and then I also had on draft night. On draft night, when Dennis gets drafted, and then Carlisle says Dennis Smith Jr. is projected to start. That is, I mean, that was such a big moment. We talked about it on draft night for sure. We had like we had a live show, but that I mean, we were worried that he wasn't going to start. <laughs> we were worried that he wasn't yeah. going to get playing time. We were still worried about Carlisle not playing rookies. That was still when we were thinking that Carlisle didn't like rookies, that he didn't want to play them, that he had no interest in developing guys and rookies. We just saw Justin Anderson, the one rookie that the, the Mavericks had, like the one young guy get shipped out, and the only rookie that the Mavs ever had that kind of like, came, you know, was amounted to anything was Yogi. <laughs> then he came from somewhere else. And so it was just like, man, we're so down on rookies. We were very nervous going into that draft for whoever came out of there because we just, you just don't know who was going to, you know, gel with Carlisle. And that, that thing about Dennis really stuck with me at the very beginning. And then the last thing I have is uh, the final game of the season, the Tankathon 2018. Just that game was so memorable. We will talk about that a little bit later. But, uh, but yeah, I just thought that was super memorable. People are going to remember that. Yeah, I love all of them for sure. Man, that's, that's going to be a hard one. Maybe we could set, set these final later on. All right, we'll do, these, we'll do this one a little later. That's just so many. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a montage. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> instead of like an award, this is a, uh, a montage of the most memorable moments. Yeah. Okay. The uh, last couple awards here, I think we have three or four left. The uh, this is the 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 uh, 
Marcus Smart no 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 yes award where you just look we just yell at your TV screen when when a player tries to do something but then it works out and you're like oh yes for uh, for example these are our nominations I think we have, we have the same three ones Wes Matthews anytime he dribbles into the paint now this is not exactly yes a lot of the time <laughs> but this is still kind of one of those but it still happened to me a lot this year where he dribbles dribbles around you're like no 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 and then all of a sudden he shoots it up he makes it and you're like oh okay cool <laughs> it's like oh, okay JJ Barea he launches he launches a three in somebody's face and like yes. bricks it or something yes or tries to defend somebody straight up and you're just like wait 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 oh okay good mm-hmm. he got the ball JJ Barea is added to this because of his free flowing kind of he takes he took some deep threes this year. I mean, he was hitting from deep like he hadn't ever before this season. Yeah, he was firing on all cylinders, uh, which was cool because he had a a great season, but yeah, some there was probably at least a shot a game that you're like, "Oh, no, 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 no." And okay, well, okay. cool. Okay, yeah. Got to got to win in. Yeah. But awesome. Who will probably run away with this award? Uh, point Salah measury, the measure. Point Salah, whatever. The academy, they they had to put two two other names on the ballot, and this was we, a we, small budget film. There was, <laughs> they did not get a lot of time, a lot of did not have a lot of screens, screen time everywhere. But uh, when it showed up, man, did it show up? Yes, and I mean. Once you got into the theater and watched it, it it was remarkable. So, Point Salah is will probably be the favorite heading into the polls. I think Wes is going to run away with it with the fans, but uh, but with the Academy though, Point Salah is probably your your cut your clear cut favorite. Yeah. Moving on to our, uh, we have two more awards here. The uh, best Rick Carlisle quote of the season. I have four right here. I'm not, I haven't. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll probably put the. I'll put it in the poll somehow. Uh, <laughs> we had trouble with Alec Peters dressed as Larry Bird. <laughs> Carlisle's on the last game of the season when it, when Alec Peters against the Mavericks scored 36 points and he called him dressed as Larry Bird. Beginning of the season when. Uh, the Mavs were down really bad in a game, and they ended up coming back. And someone asked Rick Carlisle about the uh, some of these, uh, you know, first year guys or rookie guys or ten day or uh, whoever that was. It preseason? I think this was even in preseason. It could have been. I think this was in preseason where he had some camp guys, and he was and somebody asked, you know, well those camp guys they ended up helping you guys get back into this game. You know, what'd you think about those guys? And he said, well, I almost cut three of them during the game. <laughs> <laughs> just a great Carlisle quote. I love that quote. Uh, I almost got three of them. We named a podcast after it. That's how. That's how uh, memorable that word that was. Yes. Then, uh, then we have the quote about. Um, do you remember when when Carlisle was talking about Levar Ball and t- called him a uh, blowhard loudmouth? Did not call him out by name, but called him a blowhard loudmouth. Yes. So uh, we will put that one on there for sure because that was such a memorable quote. Uh, we got so many clicks on that on that article. I'm just going to be completely honest. That was like yeah. that's probably the most clicked on article that I've done all season, and it was just like me because I had Lavar Ball in it. It was just me writing what quote he had and just kind of putting context to it. Yeah. And then the last one, Isaac Harris, involved you personally. <laughs> do you want to do you want to remind our listeners about our last quote? So yeah, uh, I 
I asked Rick throughout the season questions about Nerlens. Then uh, towards the end of the season, I said when Nerlens was getting um, more playing time before his uh, suspension, I asked Rick in a press conference, uh, is the reason why he's playing is because you want to see what you have or is it because he's proving um, the minutes off the court? And yeah, that is... uh, uh, Rick did not like me using the term off the court, so then he proceeded to look at me and say, well, I heard he hangs out with you off the court, so why don't you ask him? <laughs> which was uh, which led into more dialogue between us two, but it was a, uh, a funny moment, moment for everyone in the, uh, in the room. Oh, man. It was so great. I don't think I was there actually that night, but, man, that quote just is still hilarious. You would have died laughing. Oh, man. I probably would have laughed out loud when he said that to you. <laughs> he would have looked at me and been like, who are you hanging out with? <laughs> yep. <laughs> who are you? So there are four quotes. We'll put those on the, uh, the the poll, and you'll be able to vote for it. By the way, we're running long. Sorry, David Locke. The, uh, the last two awards, Isaac. The uh, the Nerlens Noel Award, which we will call the uh, the Hot Dog Award. Uh, yeah, this this will be forever known as the Nerlens Noel Award because this will be uh, basically which player is more likely uh, or the most likely to get a hot dog at halftime of an NBA game that is on the active roster. <laughs> This will be a great running joke as we continue to do this. And when we do it, maybe like three or four years from now, people will look back and be like, I do not like, why are they, why is that an award? But the day ones will we'll explain. Day ones, the OGs will know. We'll explain it again. But like back in the day, there was this player <laughs> named Nerlens Noel. Who's no longer in the league. He plays in Spain. <laughs> Stop now. it. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, Nerlens obviously wins this award this year, but we have to put it in there because <laughs> he actually did it. Because <laughs> he actually did it. And that's where the award came from. So uh, we'll have a new winner next year. Maybe he could walk out like Miss America and like crown the next person, you know, and, Give them a hot dog. dog. Give them the hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last award I think Mavs fans will like. It's the Mavs Killer Award. This one, uh, we're open up up for nominations. I think the uh, couple nominations we have, just suggestions. Kyrie Irving had some pretty good games against the Dallas Mavericks. He had 47 points, which is the most against the Mavericks. LaMarcus Aldridge had some pretty good games against, uh, against the Mavericks this year. He had one of the best. Uh, he w- had one of the best averages in, as far as points and rebounds against the Mavericks. Julius Randle, I think, should be uh, should oh, be yeah. part of this award. See, I, I like the role players. That's not like technically all stars. So like Julius Randle, uh, Rodney Hood, DJ Augustine, um, guys like that. Well, we need suggestions like for that. it. The uh, I think the clear cut favorite though is Alec Peters. Alec Peters, I mean, the Academy had to put his name on the ballot, and when they they submitted the ballot uh, as him as a nomination, we just shook our heads. I mean, we knew that Peters was going to be on the on the poll. <laughs> so the Academy will finalize the three nominees, and we will we will put this poll up. And uh, that is our last award. So there you go. Those are the Mavs Academy Award nominations. So go to at Locked On Mavs. Go and vote for these awards, and then. Isaac and I will vote ourselves, and then we will decide who the finalists, who the uh, the winners are, and we will announce these awards and do our full draft show. Not full draft show. We will do our full Mavs Academy Awards show on Friday. We will we will release it. It'll be all kinds of fun. It's going to be one of the best shows. 
So uh, so go ahead and uh, set your DVR, I guess, to that one. Set your Apple Podcast app to that one. Set, set your DVR. Set, <laughs> set your podcast. We look forward to seeing you. We will have a midweek podcast in between the nomination one and in between the actual show. Might do something uh, around the draft here in the middle of the week. But, but yeah, stay tuned for Friday, the 1st. Mass Academy Awards. Yes, the inaugural. The inaugural Mass Academy Awards. We'll hand them out. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a special day. Players have worked very hard, um, dedicated a lot of blood and sweat and tears uh, for the chance to win a, a Mass Academy Award. With the Fortnite Award, maybe quite literally. <laughs> that is very true. Very true. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Mavs, guys. I'll peace out. Boom. <laughs>